Thursday, everyone. Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog, here with you on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. And it is November, and the temperatures have been beautiful. Just beautiful time for Western Oklahoma weather and Western Oklahoma football with basketball just around the corner. And I'm joined here each week by my partner, John Matthews, from Van and John in the Morning on 95.5 The Coyote. And remember, John, we have to cross-promote. We are powered by Wright Media here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. Thanks for joining us on 97.3 The Score. John, how are you today, buddy? Wright.media, doing great. The only place you can find football uh, on that uh, little station is going to be uh, the Clinton Red Tornadoes, <laughs> Red Tornado right. TV this week. And then there was what one. What happened, Jock, man? Well. It's football season. We're supposed to be um, still at least more than Ceiling and Clinton survive, right? Yeah. And oh, I wait a minute. No, no, no. You said everybody was going to lose. I forgot. No. Yeah, I kind of did, didn't I? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> Clinton almost obliged me on that, sadly. They, uh, they, you know, the four seed kind of gave them everything they wanted, particularly in the passing game. But uh, we're waiting to hear from head coach John Higby of the Clinton Red Tornadoes and uh, try to get him on here and trying to wrangle up our third wheel, uh, J- Josh Jennings. Um, I sent him the invite. There he is. Josh Jennings checks in with us also now up hey! in uh, Green Country, uh-huh. mild stomping grounds, uh, Claremore and uh, Tulsa and, and Rogers County, Wagner County is where I was from. But no, John, uh, you're exactly right. It was a uh, it was the struggle bus for Western Oklahoma football last week. And uh, Elk City, I think I kind of called it. I, I saw some 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 uh, some Twitter pages calling out the uh calling the newcastle elk city game an upset and i said that's no upset <laughs> that's uh, the elk city will go yeah. out there and and do what what they need to do that that elk city team was, in there, i mean uh I mean, I thought... newcastle team i'm sorry newcastle uh was picked as an upset over elk city strictly because of seating i'm pretty sure newcastle was ranked higher than than elk city but uh looked like the uh elks offense never could really get going against uh and I didn't see the whole game, but uh, no, Josh Jennings, thanks for jumping in with us. And uh, we're trying to wrangle some coaches here, trying to get coach John Higby, but what's going on in your world, Josh? Oh, not a whole lot. You know, we started a basketball season uh, last Saturday. Our men had their first home game last night. And uh, you guys said it's a rough football season for you guys, but it's a rough football season up here too, as the Claremore Zebras are the only team in our coverage area that is still playing football. Yeah, and uh funny story that I saw on social media is uh, uh, somebody was taking some – there was somebody that picked Claremore to beat Elgin in a pretty high-scoring affair, and uh, I think it was uh, – the comment was you really discount the uh, – the Claremore, the uh, Elgin defense that much. And I, I probably, I, I don't know what Claremore has to offer, but I know that Elgin team is stout. Yeah, you know, they are really, really good. Their running back is good, but, uh, you know, Claremore's really good too. Um, I think Elgin's probably going to win that game, but Claremore, you know, they've only lost one football game this year, and it was 42-41 to 41 to Bishop Kelly in a yeah. basically what was essentially a district championship game. So, you know, I, th- I don't think Claremore has enough firepower to be Elgin, but um, I think it's going to be a really good football game. Yeah, and uh, 5A is is a stout, you know, <laughs> yeah, stout it's... division uh, class. I I thought my Coweta Tigers were going to win it all last year, and they drop in the second round, I think, to McAllister. And uh, then, you know, always Carl Albert. So, uh, you know, just still trying to get hold of John Higby. Uh, but, no, uh, guys, football in Western Oklahoma last week, I, I tell you, <laughs> The the heartbreaking of all heartbreaks, and, and I was calling the Weatherford game, and 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 you know, and you could kind of feel it slipping away at times, and then sometimes they would do something, and you think, okay, they're jumping back in it, and I know, I know they did everything they could, but man, the Thomas Terriers had the, had they had Boone Apache on the ropes. I mean, they go up thirty one twenty six in the uh, middle of the third quarter. And it's like they're cruising, and then all of a sudden Boone wakes up and it's and scores twenty four unanswered points. And I mean that's such a tough way to I mean because you're just 
you're dominating for two and a half quarters really. And then all of a sudden they, they kind of wake up and snag it. And, and, you know, I mean, kudos to the Terriers and head coach Bob Ward. He got everything he could out of that team for as young as they are, but they just, uh, they couldn't, couldn't stand up on the road and then, and then just couldn't, couldn't, uh, bear down and, and come out of Boone with a victory. That was going to be, that was our upset special. If I remember right. Yeah, no, we thought that, yeah, but you said it right. As young as they are, gosh, they're going to be good. Right. Oh yeah. Years. I mean, even next year. My two uh, neighbors, back. just my two neighbors, Ty Littlebird and Warren Comet Siva, that's a quarterback tight end connection that's going to be – that really showed itself this year, and they're cousins, and they got a connection. And I mean, and then a receiver kid named Landon Wald. And they did all this winning in district this year without their top receiver. I mean, it was just uh, – it was an amazing coaching job by Coach Ward and that, and that staff. I, I, I got to commend them them highly. And that's how they're kind of, they're in the middle of rebuild the program. And I think they're kind of finally there. And I think now you're looking, especially you talking about the youth in the, the youth coaching and all that, like they should be good for the next several years. Yeah. Well, and then on top of that, yeah. guys, they drop into the class, they drop into the division two of class a next year. There won't be a fair view or, or anything like that, that they have to go through in the playoffs. What's the re- I mean, do you like that? The fact they're breaking it up? Cause I, you could argue a lot of people were talking about six, eight and how, <laughs> Wow, yeah, you only have to be better than 12 teams. Yeah. It must be hard. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, John, is is 2A and A and even B are so full. I mean, they're they're just – I mean, you're talking about eight. I think in Class A, the only – there's eight districts, and the only one that doesn't have eight teams is District 3. And, you know, uh, all it would take is, like, you know, a team dropping into that. But uh, there's so many teams that I think probably splitting it up and then – when you get into the what is it, Josh? The ADMs that they that they gauge the classes by. Yeah. Hey, we may have Coach Higby. Let me go. Let me see if I can get Coach Higby on here. Coach John Higby, is that you? Yes, it is. There he is. All right, we'll get off of our Class A talk and, and <laughs> kind of get into some four A talk. And uh, you're probably tired of hearing from me this week. We did a pretty good interview uh-huh. the other day, but uh, this is the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast, and I'm telling you, you're you're one of our favorite guests on the podcast. Well, you talking like that. I feel like you're buttering me up or something. No, no, no. It's just your radio gold, my friend. I mean, uh, anytime you give a post-game interview, anytime I talk to you for a story, uh, we get you on the pot. It's just been radio gold for Western Oklahoma. You are, you're a star, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just, you know what? That's, that's a strange you don't know how to take that, do you? <laughs> no, I do not. Well, I, 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 I will say when I was in Western Oklahoma last year, Coach Higby, you were one of my favorite coaches to deal with. So, Josh Jennings, uh, formerly of the Clinton Daily News, now up in Green Country. He's uh, We're all on the John Higby bandwagon, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, Coach Higby, maybe because uh, you're the only team left here in Western Oklahoma. But I, maybe, no, we're on the bandwagon. We're on the bandwagon. <laughs> I think what I'm probably one of the in my eyes I'm like I gotta be a pain in the rear field with trying to get him from and try no. to because I'm no lot to say I don't want to say a lot and I'm and I'm hard to find I'm hard to get a hold of oh you say more than you realize <laughs> yeah yeah for <laughs> sure I mentioned you are uh your radio gold and and your post game interviews with Marty Wandry our good friend over at uh, the package store there in uh, Clinton uh he uh he does me a favor and walks away from me for a minute for <laughs> <laughs> Simmer maybe and collect my thoughts. I gotta say that's a little myself. noticeable on the on the on the post game, but now, coach, a huge huge matchup between two really top historical programs in Class Four A and formerly Three A at times too. Uh, and and as I mentioned the other day, you've you've had a foot in both ponds. Uh, the Ada Cougars come to town, and you guys uh, have a huge second round playoff Class Four A matchup against them on Friday. Yes, we do. They're they're very very good, um, but that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, if there's eight teams left. It's supposed to be a good game from here on out. Uh, it'll it'll take everything we have um, to to get these guys taken care of. I, uh, they're like I said, extremely. They're they're so much better than they were last year because I saw them on film last year, and they are they went from not very good to wow, that's impressive. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, and and we kind of talked about that earlier in the week, but you know, if you could kind of reiterate, is I mean, some of these teams. You guys were a second-round playoff team. You went to Poto. You went to double overtime. And then, man, Poto really took a big leap. You guys have taken a big leap. You won district this year. Uh, what is it about teams from year to year that that really lends itself to those big leaps? Well, I mean, it's just 
you, you've got to have a got to have a program, and not just a, you know. Every now and then you'll have teams they run into some athletes, and they you, know, you get the right mixture of everything, and it works out just right. And you know the programs that are consistently good year in year out are the ones who just, you you've got tradition backing you. You know that's it was it would be I'm a it's, I'm very fortunate to be in the place I'm in in, in Clinton because there's tradition behind it. I've got so many players whose brothers and cousins, dads and grandfathers, and you know everybody's played for one or. You know, so it's a it's a big deal here. Um, it's a lot. It's like I was, you know, I had said earlier um, when I, we were talking. It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. But there's expectations of, amongst everybody, community, uh, the players, the the coaching staff. We have a fantastic. So it, it takes it takes an all out effort to to uh, make you know consistent progress. I, I I tell my kids, tell our players every year. It's a, it's two things. It's both, the football season is a marathon. And the fact that you have to go through that grind, that daily grind of doing it over and over and over, and you're tired of it, you're, you just can't stand it. But if you go through that grind to get better and improve all those little details, and yet it's also a race because you got X amount of days to get yourself as good as you can possibly get as you as you put yourself into the playoffs, and, and because it's easy, it'll be over in a blink. So it's it's a the, it's just I don't think there's any secrets. It's just hard work. Yep, John. Coach, you uh, talk yeah. about the Bethany game for a minute. First of all, anytime – I'm not saying the game was in hand at the end. Anytime you're relying on an onside kick to get possession, two goes take the lead. Uh, I don't think you're necessarily nervous, but do you feel like you guys played like you wanted to? And then my second part, did you guys come out with that unscathed, injury-wise, everybody okay? No, we, we didn't play very well at all. I was, you know, was not happy. I mean, obviously you're happy – you know, you live to fight another day. You get to play that next game. I'm, I'm, you know, definitely not ready for the season to be over to, you know, to have these seniors go on. And um, our expectations around here are always high, regardless. Our, our expectations are always high. Um, but I was, and our expectations of how we play and how we perform, what we do, are, are the same. the same standard. And, you know, I, I think it was a few years ago, 2021. I remember hearing someone make fun of me for being so mad for a 41-0 win over a Hera team, and I was furious. Because we played horribly. Well, we didn't play, you know, and then our hats off the best in there. They certainly took advantage of all the, the dumb things we did, mistakes we made. Um, so and it's always been a big game when we play Bethany, but we did not play well. We blew a coverage or two. We jumped off sides. We, I mean, we just, you, 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 and you can't do that. You can't give up big plays. You can't. All the details have to be covered. You make mistakes in games like this with the teams that are so much better. Um, you're going to find yourself on the wrong end of the scoreboard. Josh. Yeah. Coach, you know, um, you used to coach at Ada um, back in the day, and, um, you know, you'll play them this Friday. But, um, you know, how do you, you know, solely just focus on your football team and, you know, just block out, like, you know, all that, like, history and, and noise, if that makes sense? That's not hard for a guy like me. I'm too good <laughs> to win a game. I never even think twice about it. I just – I'm, I'm yep. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, does it, is there some more intensity because of it's a team that I've, you know, been a part of? Well, absolutely. Sure it is. Sure it is. But, but I don't, it, it's no, no, there's no thought process, but no, I don't have to worry about blocking anything out because uh, I am, <laughs> I'm so in tune. It's, yeah. we're trying to, you know, stay focused. It's, it's uh, I just want us to get better. And I don't even, you know, everything else, honestly, just kind of goes by the wayside. Well, and I think John kind of hit on it, Coach. Uh, coming out of the Bethany game, are you guys? Uh, I mean, I know, I know you're going to say as healthy as expected in the second round, but I mean, uh, are you guys? Are you guys feeling pretty good as far as the overall shape of your team Would going like into this game? Healthier? Yes, I'd, I'd like to be healthier. There it you is. Know, I, I would definitely like that. Um, but you know, um, what else is there to say? The game's still coming around. Friday, we're going to be playing at seven o'clock, and um, you know. Uh, I'm sure everybody feels that way. I'm sure Ada would like to be healthy. I'm sure there's spots they'd like to be healthier at. We are no different, you know. Uh, certainly don't want to get any worse. Do you know but, Coach? O no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Do you know Coach Osteen personally? Do y'all have? Uh, have you known we, him? Over we the met years? a couple of years ago. I'm there with him. He was the. We have we have history. It's uh, in a weird connection. Um, there was a. Oh, he coached at when he would. With um, Brad Odom. Brad, o Brad Odom yep. is um, a coach for UNLV. His mm -hmm. brother, Barry Odom, Brian is the UNLV Barry. head coach, head football coach, right? Um, Barry, Barry. Brian is the linebacker coach at USC. Bunch of those Odoms in, uh, um, from so Ada. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm familiar with all those guys. Well, I coached with, I coached, I coached Brian. Um, I guess that's the offensive line, and Brian ran behind it. I coached um, with Barry and with um, Brad. Well, we were just talking, you know, about that, and I and I think his two sons played at at Winnie Wood with um, 
coach Osteen, then the head coach at Winniewood. So roundabout way I'm familiar with him. We met in person and talked, met in, per- met in person and talked uh, 15, 20 minutes. Good guy. I've talked to him on the phone a few times. Um, old school guy, kind of like me. Yeah. Well, coach, final question. I'm going to cut the other guys off, but uh, as an assistant coach, worst coach to take a ton lashing from Larry McBroom or Mike Lee? Oh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the, no question. I'm the, head coach and I, I'm the head coach, and I still think I take it. Like, I mean, he's, he's gonna, I'm going to listen. I mean, uh, I'd, yeah. I'd be silly to do otherwise. Uh, yeah. He, no, there's no question about it. There's, there's nobody that can. He has a bellowing voice. He does. He it's really just, does. You hear it above all. He can be up in the press box and you can hear him. You don't even need the headsets. He can yeah. just yell out to you. Like, <laughs> I heard that. That's awesome uh, stuff. Well, listen, Coach, we're going to have the game on 97.3, the score, and uh, Red Tornado TV at right.media. We're looking forward to you guys uh, taking a second uh, playoff win uh, to the house, hopefully, and uh, and keeping the banner flying for Western Oklahoma. If you guys you guys got a lot of pressure on you, we got no football to talk about. If you That's if, right. <laughs> and a bunch of fans. A bunch of fans need to get out there to the Tornado Bowl. No, he needs yeah. to host the game. Yes, they do. So we there's need, nobody else we need playing. We, yeah. we, I want it to look like it used to in the old days, standing room only, the yeah. field. The, I'm talking the the. Uh, there's no grass even. Everything's covered. I, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. I, we we want to get back to those days. And you know the, the bad thing about well the bad thing about you know streaming streaming these games live is it's kind of had a hindrance on stuff like that. Of all the days to come back to get to get back to something normal, this would be the week. Well, we'll spread the word and try to get everybody out there as we can, and then uh, also with the uh, oh uh, with the. Uh, Elk City fans and Weatherford fans, Thomas fans, all the fans around there, get out there and support Western Oklahoma football. Because I mean, like I said, you guys are flying the banner for for Western Oklahoma football, uh, and we, we're going to need y'all to get through. I don't know. I don't know about um, that. Man, I, I got you. I all right, you. coach. But good luck. Best of luck, and we appreciate your time. Good luck, coach. All right, thank you much. Luck, coach. Yep. He's head coach John Higby of the Clinton Red Tornadoes, and I tell you guys. Uh, I, I classify the coaches in Western Oklahoma. Uh, Reagan Roof gives you all the all the proper stuff you need for an interview on the radio. Bob Ward does the same, but he keeps it in twenty second bites. And <laughs> John Higby will give you stuff that you just like. I, I don't know how I'm going to use this, but I got to figure out a way. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so we're anyways. excited. That should be it. Should be a good game. I mean, I know you kind of you don't look too far ahead because you got Tuttle and was it Wagner right there on the. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, you it's, win this yeah, one and you play, uh, you face the winner of that, and then uh, you know, like Newcastle, they beat they beat Elk City last week, and and their gift is they get to travel to Poto, and you know, <laughs> and Poto drilled this Ada team. I mean, it was forty to seven, so uh, you know, just tough things. But I think I think we're gonna see a different playoff gear from these Red Tornadoes, fellas. Well, they have it. That's what they're known for. They've been. Uh, I mean, they're the reason they have more state championships than any other team in the state. The reason their playoffs are so successful, uh, they're they're built for this. Their coaching staff's built for this. Their fans are built for this. Uh, and like Coach Higby said, every team's good at this point. So I don't know yeah. what I don't know what you're expecting. You don't get yeah. to play Woodward every week. I like making fun of Woodward. Uh, no, <laughs> wow. Uh, but, I mean, it's a playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, let's switch gears real quick. And as I, uh, as you heard the the dial tone, I'm uh, trying to reach out. We've got, uh, I believe we have Clinton Red Tornado head fo- head basketball coach for the boys, uh, Lucian Bliss on the line. Coach Bliss, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, sir? Doing well. And uh, you know, we're 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 hoping that the Clinton Reds make an extended playoff run and and maybe uh, deprives you guys of some players coming in and being ready for hoops. That I know that that might sound it's against you, but I think overall we're we're all for it. Is that would would you say that's oh, fair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't care if we don't get started till December. That's fine, perfect fine with me. Yeah. Well, we're here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. John Matthews and Josh Jennings here with me. And if you harbor any ill will towards Josh Jennings for leaving the Clinton Daily News, you, you have free free reign to release that now. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coach, I tell you, last year was, was kind of a topsy-turvy year. You guys, you you guys just had some chances, and and four A is so tough. But uh, I tell you, and 
I'm, you know, in, in all disclosure, I'm, I'm the voice of Weatherford Eagle basketball, but man, I, I felt like I tried to champion Chaz Rivers for some, for some stuff in the postseason. That kid was really good. He was really good. And, you know, that whole senior class, um, like you said, we, we had a year where, um, had some injuries early, lost some kids, uh, that we thought were going to be, you know, players, uh, you know, probably starters for us and definitely play a lot of minutes for us. And for that group to, to do what they did last year, which was, I mean, we came together for me. Yeah, it was, you know, we didn't win very many games, but it was a, it was a good year for us because we competed every game. Um, you know, and it was that, it was that senior leadership a little bit that the held together. We had a shot at most games. I mean, you know, we, we played weather for three times last year and every time in the third quarter, you know, it's still a single possession or a single, um, digit game a lot of times. Sure. So, and you know, they're the, by far one of the best teams in the class, you know, state runner up last year. And yeah. so I thought our kids did a, did a really good job um, competing and staying positive all year long. Uh, you know, cause you can have a season like that and everything, the wheels can come off real easy and they never did. And like I said, yeah. Chaz was a heck of a player for us, scored a lot of points, but that that's in your class really did a great job of leading us and, and uh, kind of developing a little bit of culture that we hope going forward to really set the tone for us. What's uh, Chaz, is, did Chaz Rivers go play anywhere or is he, what's he up to now? I think he's uh, working and doing a little bit of school. So okay, kind good. Of, uh, enjoying life a little bit. Well, that's true. I tell you, and you know, he was—he had such a smooth stroke on the outside shot, and and it was really fun to watch him play. Uh, but no, this year, uh, just kind of on tap for the Reds. What what do we have? I, I'm I'm hoping that uh, we'll see. And I'm just going based on what I saw last year. Uh, for one, Wyatt Sawatsky, I want to see that guy down there banging. Now, now I don't want to, don't want him banging against the Weatherford kids, but uh, he's a big kid, and and he he showed some promise. I thought last year in a couple of spots, I saw him. Yeah, you know, we come back this year. We only have two seniors. Um, both of them are small guards. Uh, you know, this year we're going to be even smaller. Aiden Crumley's out. He had that uh, shoulder surgery again, and then we Dang. lost uh, Kyler Ringo Kambata. Um he same thing yeah. shoulder surgery with him so those two guys you know were a lot of our height coming back so yeah. watch a big strong kid we're counting on you know he's under six foot though right at six foot yeah. so he, he makes up for it to, <laughs> what'd he say he makes up for it he's pretty wide i mean he's one of those guys he, i hated does, playing yeah. against in high school yeah um so, you know him and atticus thompson who played a, yeah. a lot for us last year as a freshman uh really count on those two guys to help us out in the paint um Ethan Laughlin is a freshman we got coming in he's about 6'3 uh hope he can help us out some there mm-hmm. but outside of that you know I think Ethan's 6'3 and probably our tallest guy we could probably play in the six foot and under league um yeah. after that but we've got a lot of kids yeah. that have a lot of athleticism uh we're gonna try to push tempo <laughs> a little bit more this year play a little bit faster and um you know probably shoot a ton of threes to be honest with you yeah yeah well, and Coach, uh, I think it's been a, a fun season or fun off season, at least. And they'll always say that's when you're going to win. But what do you do? I mean, you've got soccer winning state championships. You've got football, of course, their whole life winning state championships. Baseball. What do we do to, to get that culture built at Clinton in, in the basketball gym? Oh, that's one thing. You know, when I came in here, I knew the first year I was here with, with that group of seniors we had that, you know, you were going to just kind of ride them and they were they were set and um, they, they knew how to win and everything else. So you just kind of put your stuff in and. You know, I came in after Chad and used some of his stuff and some of my stuff and let them go. And we just, you know, last year kind of stripped it down all the way to the bottom. These these are the ex- our expectations on what we're going to do. This is where we want to go. Um, and it starts, you know, in the summer. This summer, uh, we had 6th through 12th graders in the gym uh, at least four days a week. And just being around them, coaching staff, myself, getting in, just, just shooting, playing pickup, just kind of letting them be in the gym. And we're opening up the gym as much as we can, trying to get them up here and involved and trying to get our some of our older kids now to go back down to our junior high and kind of talk about expectations and everything. And, you know, we don't shy away from it. Uh, yeah. You, you look around, like you said, football won a state championship a couple of years ago. Soccer's won, I think, three in a row. Baseball's been very successful. So we know the kids are here. We know they're capable of it. It's just can we get in and kind of change that mindset and that culture where, where it is important all the time. And it, it started to uh, in the past three years. I've seen our numbers grow in the summers. Um, I've seen dedication stuff where, where, like I said, we've got kids in the gym um, on our gun. Just y'all, I'll come up to the gym. There's already somebody who's feeding me to the gym uh, <laughs> up here shooting and doing things. And we've got it where if one person goes, they're not going by themselves anymore. 
Um, you know, if, if they come up, they're bringing two or three people with them and they're, they're meeting at the gym and they're doing things like that. So that's, that, that's where it starts. And then you start to get some people in here who have, have vested interest in it and it, it becomes important to them. Josh, Josh, are you there? Josh. Okay. I guess we lost. <laughs> Josh. Hello, Josh. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, um, coach, what do you think? Uh, everyone's talking about Weatherford. Is that, do you like kind of being able to sneak in kind of and, and not be the, the talk of the town, if you will, like, do you feel like there's something to be said for that position? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're coming in and uh, we're, we're kind of flying under the radar a little bit, but you know, hopefully our kids come in and like I said, we're ready to compete and, you know, having Weatherford right there that, you know, is, is the best team in the state <clears throat> coming in this year. Um, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're not shying away from it though. We picked them up to play them home and home this year. We've just been playing them one time. So uh, we want that challenge. You know, you, you want to come in and play against a, a team like that. And, uh, you know, yes, you get overlooked. But in our conference, if you're not really, really good, you're going to get overlooked. Because you yeah. look out there, I mean, was it three of them made the state tournament last year? And it kind of kind of year in and year out, there's yeah. a lot of good teams out there. So uh, we're going to kind of embrace that. And, you know, talking from kind of the last question, there, there's not a lot of expectations been put us before. And, and we're starting to kind of put those on ourselves. And, kind of coming in the radar and use that underdog mentality to, to come after some people. So coach, uh, two questions. Elk City's your opener. I'll, I'll ask you about the Elks also to kind of a small preview, but uh, you're a Doug Shumpert prodigy, right? Disciple. Yes, so what are the chances that I'm going viral again next year with a four to two game at <laughs> Weatherford? Hey, uh, that's not us. No. Um, I don't think we could. You know, we tried to in the district game come uh-huh. out, and we weren't trying to go four two, but we were trying to keep it twenty one nineteen or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they're, they're they're so big and athletic that you you you've got to do it perfect, and that's not really you know. If I need to slow it down, we're going to slow it down. Sure. Uh, but I it takes a special a special coach and a you know. It's a special bunch of players to be able to be that. That was something else. I think to go for too. Yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, there's a reason why he's you know <laughs> the winningest coach in the state of Oklahoma right yeah. now in boys basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he could get away with that a little bit. So I think the national um, people that went that on the social media platforms didn't realize that. So <laughs> calling yeah, for his I'm head. Sure. But, uh, what do we know about the Elks, <laughs> coach? Just kind of for forerunner. Uh, we saw him this summer. Uh, you know, we got Bowie back. Um, who can who can really play? Uh, Damon Jackson's their probably their second best, and then after that they lost quite a bit. Um, you know, it, it'll be one of those games that I guarantee is going to be hard hard fought just because of distance and rivalry and all those type of things. Uh, you know, we're going to try to we're going to try to do the same thing to everybody all year long. We'll try to speed you up a little bit, uh, keep you out of the paint because, like I said, we. Our starting lineup's all going to be under six foot, so uh, you know we're going to go into it, try to keep try to keep Bowie and um, Damon from shooting as much as possible. Yeah, uh, try to make some of those other guys hit shots and uh, hopefully attack attack the paint, get them in foul trouble a little bit because I don't think their depth is quite what it was last year either. Yeah. All right, Coach. Well, listen, we're looking forward to it, and you know we are the uh, Right Media is your broadcast partner for uh, Red Tornado Basketball and. Uh, Justin Jefferson will be on the call again this season. We'll have you streaming on right.media and then also on 97.3 the score. But, man, best of luck, Coach. I guess uh, we'll probably be seeing you also at the Woodward tournament. Uh, I think Clinton and Weatherford are in that. Yes, yeah. We we got in that this year, and they did too. So okay. um, we'll probably be running each other up there early. Sounds great. Well, Coach, we look forward to bumping into you, and good luck, and keep prepping. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're – Sadly, we're kind of hoping that some of your some of your players are a little late getting in <laughs> so for the football team. <laughs> All right. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you Coach. He's head coach Lucian Bliss of the Clinton Red Tornado boys basketball team. And, uh, guys, it is a uh, situation where they are, they are, for some reason, small. somehow small and, and just, uh, I don't want to say depleted, but just seems like, I don't know if it's the kids coming the in from football bug. just beat up or what it is. No, I mean, they always, every year, kind of run into it, right? I mean, it's just a struggle. Plus, you can't replace uh, uh, their league score last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go uh, ahead. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can get two Jefferson dialed up for the girls' uh, spot. But, yeah, go ahead and expound on that, John. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was just asking Josh. Like, you can't. You're going to have a hard time with it. But always, I, and I don't know if it's just a hangover from football. Your football season always with you in the playoffs, and then you get basketball started. And you really don't have your home team together until yeah. the middle of December. It just yeah. it seems to be 
kind of one of those. Josh, you saw it firsthand. What, what were your, what's your excuse for why we can't get the dang basketball turned around in Clinton, Oklahoma? Yeah. Hey, well, guys. Um, you real, know, it's sorry to cut you off, Josh, and we'll get to that, but we've got head coach Two Jefferson on the line here. Coach, uh, thank you for joining us here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. And uh, that's Josh Jennings that I just cut off, former Clinton Daily News. So as I offer to Coach Bliss, if you want to blast on Josh a little bit for, for bailing on us and going to green country, feel free. I'm sorry, Coach. <laughs> nah. Okay. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I'm all right. How's it going? Doing okay. So uh, you are a Clinton legacy kid, and you bleed uh, you bleed maroon, red tornado uh, colors, and you get the opportunity to coach the girls as the head coach, uh, replacing Coach Caldwell. And uh, how's it been so far in your first uh, foray into head coaching and then also uh, with this team? I was definitely, I mean, we've had some, some good times, some bad times. We had a pretty solid summer. Uh, and then uh, our off season, we, uh, we had some kids really improve, step up into some new roles. And then our scrimmage schedule was pretty, pretty tough. We got to find out who we are and, you know, what we're going to be. So uh, definitely been some, some rough times, some tough times, but I, I loved every minute. I love every minute of it. For sure. Uh, the Clinton girls struggled a little bit last year and, uh, you know, kind of showed some fight at times, but uh, some some graduating players, you've got probably some coming back. But is it is it a situation where you kind of just try to put your fingerprint on this program and how your team plays? Most definitely. It's a, I mean, uh, new system, new style of coaching. So it's a it's a learning process for us, uh, for me as well. I got to learn new players. They got to learn me. We all got to adapt to each other. So you uh, you hit the nail on the head. You said they they showed some fight at times, and we got to show fight all the time. So uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be something different. Josh, coach, anything this off season? John. Sorry, I jumped in. No. Uh, anything this off season? Do you see that? Uh, I don't know. More players in the gym, working harder. Anything that just kind of gave you the hey, the, the wheels went there, the fire's there. Oh yes, uh, we went. I mean, one we went to. We had a four-way against El Reno Ceiling and Grind Prep Academy, and we didn't. We didn't go. I mean, you know, that's a grind fest right well, there. Last year. Yep. Last year. I mean, not to, not to beat on the girls from last year, but they kind of they kind of quit at times. But mm-hmm. uh, we didn't. We didn't go away at all. I mean, it didn't go go in our favor, obviously. But like I said, we found out who we were, and yeah. we didn't go away. We didn't back down at all. So. Coach, there's a lot of teams that would find that out against ceiling. <laughs> they, got, yeah. they, got, they are a team, but no, I mean, you they know, are. and and that's you, you. Iron sharpens iron. You go against the best. You find out. Josh Jennings, uh, go ahead. Coach, uh, you guys playing the Western Athletic Conference. Um, you know, one of the toughest conferences in Oklahoma. You know, Bethany's the defending state champs. Tuttle's really good. Kingfisher's good. But how does a schedule like that uh, make you guys a better basketball team? I, like you just said, iron sharpens iron. I mean, it's character yep. building. Are you gonna Are you gonna step up to the plate and fight, or are you gonna quit? You know, that's is is that black and white. Uh, every night's a grind fest. I mean, there's no like you said, it's one of the toughest conferences in our in the in the state, really. Uh, so there's no there's no gimme games in this conference. So we, I mean, not only become better basketball players, we become better better people as a result. Yeah, uh, your style, coach. What can we expect to see out of the uh, Lady Reds? Most definitely uh, uh, aggressive defense. We probably won't play as fast as I'd like to play uh, just for, you know, being able to make the right decisions and uh, the sake of numbers. But uh, I'm not going to fold on defense. We're going we're gonna to get up and get after it on defense. Good deal. And uh, some of the players that you'll kind of be leaning on going into this season? Uh, Lillian Lam, uh, she got some big minutes uh, last year and the year before that she has the – the most experienced uh, incoming freshman, uh, Brooke Aston, has really showed tremendous grit and growth. Uh, and uh, Ariel Williams, she didn't play last year. She's an income. She's a senior, uh, but she's really stepping up to the plate and handling the ball for us a lot. So, can you uh, can you rope Cap Meacham to come in and uh, and handle the long inbounds passes, the cross court stuff? Uh, <laughs> I've definitely tried, but she she's full fledged throwing it season right now. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. Well, listen, coach, <laughs> I tell you, one more question is, uh, I mean, you know, if you find out that the play by play on ninety seven point three, the score is too critical, you can you could take it directly up with that guy, can't you? <laughs> yeah, 
John, you got right. anything else, buddy? No, no, no. I'm just excited. I'm excited basketball is here. I mean, of course, yeah. I love football. And uh, I know you guys will still be rooting on the Reds this Friday night at home versus Ada. But uh, I'm ready to see some, some air-conditioned games, some heater games. Some standing heater in the games. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Coach, exactly. one last question from me, and I may see if John Josh has one more. Uh, you're, you're such a – you're a Clinton heritage. Your your father's the athletic director, state champion winning uh, head coach of the soccer boys team and then your brother's ingrained in the tradition. Talk about your own experience and your uh, feeling of being a red tornado. Well, I I didn't have the accolades that either one of them had. I didn't get to, get a chance to win a state championship. Aww. But uh, as far as just learning to be a team and play as one, I graduated with five seniors on my uh, basketball team. Yeah. And Grown, I mean, that unit was probably the strongest unit that I've ever been a part of, and it really taught me what it what it means to to fight for your brother. In this case, you know, fight for your sister. Yeah. Uh, as you said, Clinton has a proud heritage in sports, and it used to be that way in girls basketball. I mean, you come look at the plaques we have, you know, mm-hmm. we have the plaques. Uh, so we really got to find a way to to get that that want to and that drive back into the younger girls so we can get back up there and you know hopefully one day we'll be winning the state championship yeah and and just to follow up i'm sorry josh uh to step on you but uh, the the youth programs what are what do you what kind of input do you have on the younger kids and and what you want to see from them as they as they grow up and and become you know high school lady reds oh yeah excellent question so i've I've been really I've been coaching fifth and sixth grade girls this fall and winter. Uh we've been playing in a couple of tournaments against some other school teams. Uh I'm heavily involved in middle school with seventh and eighth graders. So as much as I can do without stepping on toes and, you know, getting in the way of anybody else, I'm gonna do. Uh I'm a I'm a basketball guy, I live in a gym and uh it starts with the younger groups. Yeah. So uh we do we do open gym for fourth through whatever grades. Uh, twice a week so it's there it is definitely there last Wednesday I think I had a gym full I think it was you know 15 to 20 girls out on a Wednesday night which says something just for basketball they're not even playing so Mm -hmm. well that's outstanding Josh you got one last thing for coach to Jefferson uh no I don't have any questions just you know uh, good luck on your season coach and um, looking forward to you know just seeing some scores and hopefully you guys are a better basketball team this year Coach, I do have a question. Your dad, anytime I ever see him out on the uh, soccer fields, uh, he's always got a full-blown entourage with him. He does. I'm talking like 10 to, f- 10 to 15 people anywhere he goes following him around. Is that, are those paid actors or are those family members? Uh, it's probably both. I don't know. You know he, he, everybody knows him. Everybody likes being in his presence. So. Yeah, well, I, tell you, yeah you, I will say you, Eugene was one of my favorite people at Clinton. For yeah. sure. like, I was one of the first guys I met and just took me under his wing and one of my Sounds favorite, him, one of my favorite audio clips I've used in sports over the last year was after they after they won state <laughs> this year. Uh, Josh or uh, Jacob Jacob uh, Staggs got some audio for me from Coach, and, and that, as he wrapped up his interview, he goes "See town, baby." <laughs> I just thought yep. that is so awesome. <laughs> that's his, so that's his motto. That's right, Coach Two Jefferson. Good luck this season. We'll be bumping into you around places. Uh, I know the girls. Uh, oh, and one last question. I apologize to keep you longer. Uh, no problem. Uh, Elk City. You'll start your season at uh, with Elk City. Uh, what do we know about the Lady Elks? Uh, they graduated quite a few. I know they have a younger class coming in at ninth grade that uh, they play a lot of summer ball. I mean, they play a lot of basketball. So uh, they're going to be they're going to be young. Uh, you would think they'd be inexperienced, but I mean, I wouldn't say that they're inexperienced. Uh, they're going to be ready to go. So Abby Abby Brown is a she's a she's a factor. Uh, she makes. She makes them go. So we got to get her slowed down for sure. All right. Thanks for that, Coach. And, uh, man, we do look forward to bumping into you. It's always great to uh, chit-chat with you. And thanks for coming on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. No problem. Have a good one. All right, you too. He's head coach, too, Jefferson, of the Clinton Lady Reds. And, uh, man, sorry to cut you guys off a couple times there, but a question would come to mind. And, and yeah, send- no, you're yeah. fine. Anyway. I think that uh, I'm surprised that Clinton basketball, just the fact – like if you want to play, like uh, I'm, you know, learning how to play basketball. I kind of want to figure it out. Uh, you can go to the YMCA. If, if you want to play serious, competitive fourth, fifth grade basketball, you're playing in Clinton's league. 
that's yeah. pretty much a standard. It's been that way for a while. So I'm surprised that, like you said, it's not transferring up to the middle school highs very well sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I was going to try to reach out to ceiling head coach uh, for their football team, <laughs> Gary Manuel, but I've apparently Ooh. lost his contact info, and that's what happens when you think of something last minute. So welcome to my world. But uh, you're fine. Hey, we're going to talk to him next week. They'll yeah, let let, in this week. They'll mop Turpin. So. We'll lock it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, they will. Talk to me, guys. Uh, we kind of drifted off of football once we started getting the uh, basketball interviews in. But um, Class 4A, I mean, this is going to be a tough matchup for Clinton, but I, I think it's winnable. I think their running game is something that a lot of teams don't see. And and it's just, you know, can you be assignment sound? Can you do the things that you need to do to stop? Run a two? You talk about a two-headed monster, Contavion Hill and Zayden Collins. And then throw in Malachi Lauren, too. They they can just hit you in so many ways. Yeah, yeah it comes they, down to a block has to be, like, made every play, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's where that's where you're going to get on the end, sealing the ends and then sealing, you know, up the middle. you got to have a push off the ball. Or at least put a helmet, you know, helmet in the chest. Yep. I think you, that's where you, I think you're having. That's why, why do all these guys look so good? That reason right there. You're almost fine. But you don't give them back your credit, right? All yeah. right, Chuck. The Fullers and Bumpy Crane, man, they, they do such a great job run blocking. And, and, and then also Bumpy turns around and pressures the quarterback. But I tell you, Josh, uh, Ada's got a kid and coach, Coach Higby mentioned him earlier in the week. He he mentioned him by number because, you know, coaches don't learn names. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, his name is Deontay Lindsay, and he's led them in a lot of ways, and apparently he's a very explosive player. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't seen him play, but, um, you know, I've heard about him, and, you know, uh, just people have said that he's good. And I've listened to the Ada Sports Editor on a talk show last year, and he said he's explosive and he can – make some plays and he can run. Um, but, you know, I think Clinton's defense will, uh, you know, batten down the hatches and, you know, just play really well. Cause usually, you know, they respond really well whenever they don't play good. I mean, you saw that when they played cash and lost seven to nothing and then they come out and beat Woodward and, you know, you can say Woodward's not a good team, but you still have to yeah, you gotta go up there and, play do it. and beat your opponent. Like all you can do is beat your opponent who's in front of you. And um, so I, I, I think they'll respond and I, I think Clinton will win the game. Um, but it's going to be tough because Ada's really, really good. Well, John, I think probably the one area that, that teams have kind of exploited the Red Tornadoes is that secondary, and maybe it's just because they're so used to, you know, the pressure that the that you know the front line can bring in the front seven. But uh, Bethany, or I'm sorry, Bethany passed for over 300 yards against the Reds, and some of that might have been second half. You know, we kind of got this game in the bag, but. Uh, if if Bethany's defense bows up a little more, that that's a lot more of a game than what it looked like. Yeah, I mean that touchdown there at the end. Though I'm not saying it's a trash touchdown because it's still like I said, they had a chance to get an onside kick and retain possession and go win the ball game. Uh, but they didn't get the onside kick, which was the hardest thing to do in football. Yeah. But I do think uh, if you get the quick slants, quick linebackers, I mean you're just they're just programmed to run at that town. I'm not saying they can't cover yep. the pass. I'm not saying your corners are going to get burned. But they're programmed to look run first, just like any other high schooler normally is. And you're going to be able to beat them up a little bit if you throw the ball quickly. But you don't have a lot of time to do it. That's what makes them so dangerous. Josh, yep. uh, and I, go ahead. I, I was going to say, um, I, when Clinton had the goal line stand and they were up 21 to 17, I'm a little bit surprised that a and maybe I'm not thinking about this right, but that but Contavion Hill scored the touchdown instead of you know just sliding down because Bethany didn't have any timeouts and they can essentially take three knees and end the game. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I mean, sometimes heat of the moment, and you you know, you teach yeah, kids to just keep running. I mean, I'm generally not going to hold high school kids to the standard that I expect college kids because I mean, you you only have them so much of the time, and there's things that there's only so much you can work on. But you know, yeah. I, I bet if that situation arises this week, you know, that's probably been <laughs> been instilled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, class A guys, a uh, lot of big matchups in that. We are, uh, we've got, we've lost our wheelhouse of Western Oklahoma teams as uh, Stratford beat Hinton twenty six to seven, and uh, Thomas fell to uh, Boone Apache fifty to thirty one. But uh, Fairview's still in it. They're just going to mop through that that whole bracket. Uh, but I mean, you're just north of Minko, John. Do we do we kind of claim Minko at all here in Western Oklahoma? Okay, so they're I'm out. Mean, uh, so. But District that. One, I'm silly. I'm silly Wildcat for life, so I'm Class B now. I don't even. 
Saints quit playing football. That's right. Uh, Moreland <laughs> lost to Walters out from District Two. That was a bit of a of, of a, an expected deal. I thought Moreland would kind of take care of them, but uh, Hooker and Fairview, the only two teams from District One, still in the playoffs. And Fairview's got a big time matchup. This one's this one's going to be bigger than what we think, and and we'll find out because Fairview just mopped up Hobart sixty two to six. But Crescent is really good. They struggled a little bit against uh, Watonga for a half, but then came out and kind of took care of business. And, you know, with Class A and small schools, that could be an injury. That could be a half a game suspension. You never know. But I like um, I like Fairview to get past Crescent. And then Minko and Hooker, that is a huge matchup because Hooker's really good and so is Minko. And uh, I'm guessing uh, Minko has the home uh, has the home field on that one. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a huge weekend in class, a playoffs, Josh. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, a lot of people think Fairview is a favorite and, you know, they're to the Phoenix state champion. They return a lot. So they've right forth earned that time, you know, but hookers and Minko are both really, really good. Um, I think Minko's going to win that one. And, you know, with the Fairview Crescent game, I think you guys hit it on the head. I think Fairview will win that game pretty handily because Crescent survived, uh, a ringling team which all they do is win state champions 35 mm. to 34 in the playoffs and it's a lot to ask you know to beat ringling by one point and then you know just to go to the defending state champs yeah. so um that's kind of my thoughts on class a i think gore is a pretty good team but they go to stroud and that's going to be tough but uh it's going to be tough for hooker to beat miko friday yeah john if you looked at class b brackets and had to pick a program who said where was the town that chuck ramsey was born would, would you have an idea <laughs> Uh, I thought it was the the railroad. Was it not Turpin? Not Winoka. <laughs> not Turpin. Oh, oh, uh, the oh. Yale Bulldogs take on Kyoto Friday at 7 p.m. And uh, Yale is got a 60 to 14 win over Wetumpka. That's that's the birthplace of me, and and they claim the home of Jim Thorpe. Now he wasn't born there, but uh, but he did uh, live there for a long time. So uh, he didn't. I didn't get any of that Jim Thorpe athleticism, but whatever. Hey, I have a question. Speaking of pronouncing small towns, yeah. uh, is it Vanoss? Vanoss. 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 All right. Yeah. I was talking about the trap sheet. By the way, speaking of, I, I owe an apology. Not that I was that wrong this morning, but the uh, congratulations to the Hydro Weekly Bobcats. They're the current state champion trap shooting team. Oh, yeah. I uh, saw stuff on Facebook for that, and I saw Thomas sent a team and maybe Weatherford sent a team. Those are ran out of the FFA, I believe. I think so. See, that's why I went wrong. They have the Oklahoma scholastic uh, thing that's run through the parks and wildlife, but that state championships in spring. Oh. And El Reno won that one. So I looked like an idiot this morning when I looked up their spring. Yeah. Uh, but no, El Reno <laughs> so, has a you know El Reno's got a pretty nice draft team too. But no, yeah. So I in essence, really in essence, you were champs. you were looking up stuff to try to gig me on for leaving out of sports, is what you're saying. No, 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 not at all. I was just trying to use any, any local town I can. Any local town I can. Yeah. No, uh, that is cool, and and I saw that they were all associated with FFA, so, you know, if it's FFA, it's not sports, so I don't cover it. No, I'm, joking. I'm totally joking. What an asshole. Hey, uh, oh, wow. Hey, I think, Hello. can I say that? I don't, Language. Hey, podcast. hey. Podcast. Wow. Podcast. It's fine. Woo. Everybody's fine. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, that word, I do have a uh, – well, hold on. No, I can't transfer that to anything here, so – Take that word, get it out of your mouth. Yeah. Did you watch Lawsuit Women's Basketball on Tuesday night, Rich? I uh, saw parts of it, and I guess uh, they got a they squeaked out a win against OCU. What what did I miss? We got to make some shots. Like that has to happen. I don't. I think they ended up with a 28, 30% shoot. Like oh, it was. It was a yeah. If if I, I and it wasn't like all three pointers. That game was uh, OCU definitely outshot uh, Swasu, but. Man, you commit thirty turnovers, you're probably going to end up with yeah. uh, with a loss on the road. I mean, that's just. I mean, obviously the pressure defense that Jeff's in employed. Hey, uh, does anybody know? Can anybody? I can try, but I was trying to see what uh, Swasu volleyball was doing with East Central. They are at Hot Springs in the GAC volleyball. Oh, tournament. I can get it for you. Last I last I saw, they were in the fifth set. Oh, fifth set against East Central. That, yeah. Let me pull it up real quick. That doesn't bode well, well guys. Did. But uh, I will say this: Coach Collins said in an interview that when East Central came here and we took them three nothing, that they were without their best outside hitter. So that can make a difference. Yeah. And John, I think you know our yeah. our track record yeah, in well, fifth set Central games. Has, I mean, East Central had their number the first time at there. So yeah, 
they've okay. struggled in, in conference. Go ahead, Josh. I, I just pulled it up that Swansea defeated East Central 3-2. to two. Oh, good deal. Good deal. So they win so, the yeah, fifth set. Go! Yeah. They, uh, uh, unless the JC locks stats are wrong, it says that they won 3-2 to and won the fifth set 15-13. to 13, So All right. Uh, closing out, guys. Josh, what do you got planned for the weekend, and what's going to be your prime sports viewing? Well, um, it's a pretty busy weekend for us. Um, I am actually going to cover uh, Norman North and Owasso tomorrow night. Our women's basketball team has a home game against Kansas Christian College tonight, and they play Haskell Indian Nation Saturday. So hopefully the Lady Hillcats can get two wins against some, uh, I don't know how to say this, but not great NAIA schools. And uh, they are looking to be 3-1 and one at the end of the week. All right, John Matthews. I'm going to be continuing to follow Swansea basketball. Hopefully they get better. Uh, I know the men blew a 13-point lead against Cordays the other day, and uh, they're going to be on the road, though, so I'm just going to stream them. And, of course, root on the championship volleyball. we got Eli Young Band at Sugar Creek Casino. We'll be doing Saturday night. Oh, yeah. And we've got uh, the cross-Canadian rugby guy, the Coco to Canada. They're, be at, uh, JC Cowboys. they're coming to JC's, aren't they? And then I'm going to be a lucky star in Watonga. Uh, for a cool event going on there that's a private event that you're not invited to, so I can't tell you about it. That figures. Uh, can you, you ask him to... <laughs> Josh, you can come anything you want, buddy. Sweet. Awesome. I need to come down there sometime. <laughs> can you ask him yeah. to section off the smokers a little more at the Res Restaurant in Watonga? Listen, listen, if you're going to be whiny, there's, first of all, the restaurant completely open. You're completely fine. Don't you dare complain about that. Just go in there and just just breathe. Breathe, Chuck. Yeah, I, the, the minute it hits me, bro, it just kills me. I, I've, <laughs> I've developed such a lack of tolerance. When I quit bar hopping, my tolerance for cigarette smoke went away. So, uh, but no. Uh, Listen, I've ridden a yes, car he- with you. you just might as well call it a hot box. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, listen, guys, thanks so much for uh, pitching in here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, man, go Red Tornadoes. Get that yep. get that round two win and, and keep the football going in Western Oklahoma. I'll be cheering you guys on from uh, Green Country up here. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. We'll uh, be carrying the game on 97.3 The Score and streaming on on Red Tornado TV. Hey, guys, real quick, that that's the second coach that's bashed on our streaming the games. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes a good point, right? It, it, it does. That I mean, get people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, and I, I think uh, it's – you know, I, I understand it's it's part part of the new situation, but you know, um, student section still shows up in force. I mean, we're we're providing a service to the relatives and things that just that are out of state that can't make it to watch, and and I've been but told you, that you dozens of times. Yeah, but you now understand how the NFL, the NHL, and everybody else have blackout rules for a reason. Well, there you go. I, I I knew that was coming out of your mouth, and I said, okay, <laughs> we're gonna have a we're gonna have a five county blackout going on. So great. We, could, we should have like if, if Clinton doesn't sell a certain number of playoff tickets, then True. we won't be allowed to stream it within the IP addresses. Well, let's go the county. Let's go one step further. You want more people out? Take cash. Quit this crap uh, with. Take, uh, oh. Quit oh, this crap God, with paying so the OSSAA through down. the damn. Uh, it's a Venmo. You can pay at the door at Venmo. No. You don't need cash. They Look, tell you, you know, no cash. It's it's funny you guys mention cash because um I'm I'm also do ticketing operations here and we only take card. There you There's go. A lot of yeah. people who I'm not giving Josh Jennings and... my card. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Chuck, if we want to steal your identity, we'd steal it a long time ago. Give me your credit card. <laughs> give me your Venmo. Give me your cash app. Give me your Apple Pay. Give no. me your Facebook Messenger Pay. Can't tr- you can pay for tickets. You don't need pen. cash. Like Public yeah, Enemy said, put, can't trust it. <laughs> take the cash underneath your mattress and go put it in the bank. And start I can't it. give you my $5 to get in the dang gate. I'm not coming. Especially Whatever, when Josh, I can stay home and watch it on Right Media. Games. Guys, you have, do what? Josh, you ever been with Chuck to these games? He shows up <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, I'm Chuck Ramsey. I need, I need a law dog. Law dog, I need to get in for free, please. Thank you. You don't have a pass that you show them? Now I do. They find they get it in usually about the end of <laughs> September. <laughs> so, okay. Anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Thanks so much for ch- for chipping in. Yep, for sure. See ya. All right. He's Josh Jennings, John Matthews. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog. We're going to sign off here and thank you for tuning in to the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. Somehow, some way, this episode will be preserved on our Apple and Google pod- podcast pages, Western Oklahoma Sports. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some sports and go Red Tornadoes. <laughs>